Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The Irish consumers and businesses can expect little relief in the short term from the supply bottlenecks and disruption that have heaped transport costs on importers this year. Supply chain experts have said this already. And major congestion at the main European feeder ports serving Ireland, Antwerp and Rotterdam, continues to delay the flow of goods from Asia to Irish ports. Bottom line is... This is going to be a problem. It's, as you've seen all over the news, it's been a problem made, mainly in the UK at the moment, where they're short of 94,000 drivers, which is causing problems whereby a lot of shops have half-empty shelves. And they're warning, say, for Christmas to make sure you get your stuff in or whatever you want to get. I don't want to talk about, you know, the obvious there, okay? You all know what I'm talking about if you've got little kids, but make sure you do it early because there could be a problem at Christmas. But we're running short of drivers for a multitude of reasons. And also, it's getting more expensive to deliver goods because here's something we don't value. We don't value the truck driver. Be they male or female, we don't value them. We have no value on them for, because we don't think about it. Everything I look at in this room, including the clothes that are on me, the food I'm going to eat for my lunch, the chair I'm sitting on, the pen in my hand, the screens in front of me, at some point, everything, single thing that you're looking at, and I mean everything without exception, right? Even if you're on a street, the concrete you're walking on has been on a truck at some point. Everything. Talk to a bit more about it is Eugene Drennan, who's president of the Irish Road Haulage Association. Good afternoon to you, Eugene. Good afternoon. How are you? Good. It's a fair point that we really don't think you lads and ladies because everything we look at at some point is being carried by you guys. Yes, everything that comes to Ireland or has to be delivered in Ireland definitely goes through the hands of a truck and a trucker at least twice, if not three times. Okay, explain to me first, before we get into the ins and outs, um, firstly, what's happening in the world? Because it's not just obviously the UK, it's now affecting Ireland as well. Have we got a yeah. shortage of drivers here as well? Because I do know it's difficult to get people into the industry. There's no incentives to join as a career. The average age of a trucker is essentially rising because young people are not going into it anymore. What, what is the, you know, what's, the, what's the problem or why are they not going into it? Well, the, the dynamic is, as you've just said, and why they're not go, 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 coming into it of recent years is, of course, the emphasis in Ireland for quite a number of years now has been on education and going further afield, and that's only fair and balanced. But there are a sector of uh, young chaps and girls who would come to the trades. However, ours is one that wasn't really brought forward through the um, career guidance and through uh, the school level for quite a while. But we have the Irish World College. Uh, to its Vice President Paul Jackman, has now developed a traineeship, which is City and Guild's third level accredited course, with a lot of additions to it. So that's now available this year, but we need to get the momentum and the impetus behind that and get it moving. Across the world, it is similar. Um, in the volumes of, of movement of transport mm-hmm. and goods increase a lot, in that we relied on the Eastern Europeans that came here in the last 15 to 20 years, However, in the pandemic, quite a lot of them moved home. Quite a lot of them got caught up in the melee that was Calais last Christmas when the UK takes its muscles. And that memory has lived long, may I say, because it was an act of absolute uh, outrage. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then also, their emerging economies of Eastern Europe are, uh, you know, attracting people home to their homes. And maybe. um, The problem I see it from Eugene, from a young man or a young woman, 
IT is the big thing nowadays, of course. They want to go into IT where they can sit behind a screen and make a substantial amount of money working for any of the big multinational companies nowadays. And I suppose the idea of sitting in a truck or a hall, you know, sitting in a in a, a big, you know, a rigid or a forty wheel or whatever it happens to be, and driving from here to there and everywhere on your own doesn't appeal to them. So, how do we make it a more appealing career? Well, better wages. Uh, it would okay. be a start, and that has happened. It, it, so, the, what's the average wage better now? It may have to come up a little bit more than where it was at, and it's a broad church. Some people are on, uh, some hauliers are not less earning power and less type of work than others. So there's a level there. But on average, you know, for five days, a young chap on a single man's allowance, you know, at all relevant, will come out with a minimum of 700 euro in his pocket and upward. Okay. That that- gives a re- I hope that's a reasonable indication to you. Yeah, well, that's that's not too bad. I mean, it could be better because bad. because it is a tough job. Now, well, like I said, and upwards, like yeah, if well, you're going abroad and you're going yeah. to Europe, and you're away overnight, and there's different allowances and different uh, yeah. levels of structure after that. That is the bottom line in or about now. Maybe okay. some cases a little less, but it's getting to that area. Okay, well, that's that's not a bad start, and that's a good incentive to get people in there. But the government, of course, need to join in as well and incentivize young people to go in. Now, the other problems you're going to have, and the other the reasons why people and people have been advised to buy stuff early, of course, as well as the rising costs of haulage. Yeah, uh, trying to get staff in is obviously going to be a problem. So there's less haulage out there. People are buying more yeah. online, so we're seeing a lot more movement of trucks. But the fuel is a big problem. The price of diesel fuel, now. Fuel. Fuel is a, an extremely big problem, and of course the world is still very disjointed with production in different areas. You still can't get chips out of Southeast Asia. They still have big outbreaks of uh, of COVID in production lines. Everything is still pear shaped. The containers are freeing up ever so slightly, and the cost of them have come down a little bit out of Southeast yeah, Asia. The cost at, some, at one point was eight hundred percent higher than it was three or four years Absolutely. ago. Absolutely, yeah, and anything is, is a lot dearer. And then the cost of fuel now, and also there's a lot of anxiety in haulage now about the huge costs we've faced and are facing onward without support so we may be coming to a dispute level I don't okay, want to say okay. that for definite well, day, well, but I, we may I, be getting there OK look I've heard uh, at all you know that the rest of the truckers not mm. the IRA HA by the way uh, are going to pro- <laughs> are going to protest yes. on the 24th um, no, we're, we're no parties to that. OK, you know, I'm just saying, I've heard there is there is a protest on the 24th. And that, they, they, they say they're protesting media. over the extortion uh, taxes being put on fuel, which is taking the livelihoods away from the industry. Yes. So, now, you obviously you can say you support that. Um, but that, well, we're no that, part that is seemingly happening, that isn't it? just spoken about. Well, yeah. uh, they say it is, but I... How you tell you things? They say, they say it is happening. For definitely, I don't, know, I don't know who's behind it. I can't add nor subtract from it. Yeah. It's hearsay on social media, so, you know, I, I can't give you a definite comment on that. Well, well, but there we are, are, there, they are these, saying they're going to bring Dublin to a standstill. Yes, they are and, saying. And they're, but, quite, and they're quite capable of doing that, of course. You know, they've done it before. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yes, of course, but we still have to, we still have to get over the problems, uh, and we still have to go back to the negotiation. And as the Taoiseach said this morning, we are in the same boat. We have no other choice but to use diesel. The other alternative fuels are not readily available yet. They're not for long distance work, really, for long distance, and they're. Other than uh, one form of gas, which it would be in the supply here, perhaps, but not uh, in a network throughout Europe, they're not readily acceptable in the boats, in the ferries. They may take some on board, but we need 
level of trucks of in the in the region of 100 to 120 or 30 going on at various time. Now you put 150 gas trucks or 150 hydrogen trucks on a ferry. Well, you may as well say the Titanic did not sh- sink mm-hmm. because there's a bomb going on board if one of them goes or if anything should happen on tours. So the only inert form of fuel that is safe with the network to give us the supply and the torque and the pulling power to get all over Europe is diesel. Now we can go to clean diesel. We can clean up and we're ready for it and we're ready to embrace it. And the negotiations are on today and yesterday in different parts of the world on but you, but you need support and you need help from the government. Absolutely. With that. Okay, but, 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 but let's talk about what's going to happen at the moment. Even I sure notice myself, I have a diesel car and I've noticed I'm gone from filling my car up from, you know, 79 quid it was this time about a year and a half ago. I'm now over 104 quid to fill it up. So I can, yeah. I can only imagine how that's affecting haulage companies. And by the way, that affects everybody. It affects, you know, Karen, who was on earlier on because she has to go out and buy goods off the shelf. Those yeah. goods go up because it costs more to deliver them. But yeah. Eugene, if... Your mem- well, not, well, probably some of them are your members. I don't know. If truckers are saying, and I've spoken to many of them on the air, we, we did a whole hour of it here about two weeks ago at night, and we talked to one trucker after another and, and their complaints. And if they're telling us they're going to protest on the 24th, surely the Irish Road Haulage Association should be getting behind them. Because it's in everybody's no. interest, isn't it, that this is sorted out, that the government get behind, that the government gives some sort of incentive. I mean, the truckers can't continue to fill up at the pumps and pay this kind of money. They just can't continue to do that. Yes, that, that's all, that is true, Nile. But we can't get behind um, uh, fringe elements that may ha- have a dispute without a structure that you can't get back into negotiations afterwards. The reason for but, 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 but why does it have to, to be? A, yeah, but why does it have to be a fringe element? By saying it's a fringe element, you always suggest that it's kind of, these are rogue. I think they're just people no, no. with grievances. I think, I think everybody in your industry has a grievance at the moment. And, and those grievances need to be heard. And sometimes, sometimes protest is necessary. And I agree with protest, provided it's done peacefully yeah. and properly and organised. Yeah. Uh, and, and we may be getting to protest. We're getting close to protest. That's what I'm telling you. Well, then why, but, well, then why not uh, support you the truckers to... that have already organised it? Because of, uh, I'm not aware of any structure. They haven't approached us. They haven't told us what they're doing or why they're doing it. They but, haven't but told us what, what their focus is. I'm aware of it from commentary on social media, but there's a lot of commentary on social media you can go and protest about. And you have to be able to go back and meet people either during the protest or after it that have some bit of credibility and you're bringing a, a clear-cut ask and a but, but have you have you spoken to the Minister for Transport and said, listen, you know, Eamon, yes. we need to sort out the price of the diesel because our members cannot continue to drive trucks. It's going to start affecting prices on the shelves. It's going to affect, affect availability. We cannot be paying, you know, 170 a litre or whatever it is at the moment, 165, 170 a litre, depending on where you happen to get it, for diesel. We just can't. You need to bring in some sort of tax rebate on it, for particularly for professionals. Uh, yes. have, have you talked to them about that? Yes, we've talked to him a year ago about our agenda, about diesel, about what we can do to get green, about where we need to be. And to date, we haven't had any substantial reply or any follow-through on, on what we, our proposals were. And not alone him, we've spoken to all senior ministers that are relevant to this argument for at least the last year and a half. We didn't bring it to head during When was the last, when was the we last conversation, Brisbane. Eugene? When was the last conversation with Eamon Ryan? A year ago. What's, 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 last November. Ah, but that's so much point that, is there? Nobody, nobody was thinking of haulage then. Niall, you, I, I, I might be willing to answer your phone and give you a good interview now. Minister Ryan would not answer my phone. 
So you can't talk to the wall. You must have somebody in the other. So you're, the you're telling me the head, the president of the Irish Road Haulage Association, can't get to meet the minister for transport. Only by appointment, and it takes quite a while to get to see him. And after the last meeting, we did not have a follow through, nor uh, any. That's disappointing. Uh, That's disappointing, isn't it? It is outrageous. Because as well as climate change and the environment, our he's our our, he's we are the other side of his ministry, and we're certainly feeling very neglected. And there's this. I'm not surprised you feel neglected. You're you're president of the Irish Rod Hollage Association, and you can't get within a reasonable amount of time and, and I'm talking about at the moment particularly because diesel has gone up so much in the last couple of months you cannot yes. get and obviously the, the world is a mess when it comes to haulage yes. at the moment you cannot get to meet the Minister of Transport and I would have wrote him uh, uh, three weeks ago now and to the other relevant ministers to the budget and to the to the carbon debate on the, on, on the bill uh, and we're still waiting reply from all three okay Okay, that's disappointing to hear. And I'm, I'm not blaming you for that, Eugene. I'm just saying no, it's no, disappointing. No, no, we've, we've endeavoured to do it and we kept going during the pandemic. Yeah. I hope the people of Ireland realise that we've kept going all through the COVID and the, and the Brexit. Well, uh, it doesn't matter. Need. I mean, it doesn't matter what happens at this meeting they're having in Edinburgh. It's irrelevant because when it comes right. to haulage, you always have to be there because, look, the majority yeah. of the world is moving to purchasing online. People are buying online. So the more people buy online, the more haulage we're going to need. The more and drivers I, we're going to need. my words again. It's a paraphrase of what the Taoiseach said this morning about cattle. Yeah. We, we have no other choice but to use diesel, but we can use clean diesel. And we're more than willing to embrace that and bring our emissions down by 80% within three years. No bother, but we need the incentives. We've paid 300 million in carbon taxes if it was in inception. We'd be paying 500 million a year when they go to the 100 uh, euro a tonne. And we've paid the taxes We've done the work. We are at an extremely vulnerable position in world trade and in our trade because all the rising costs and all the um, mm-hmm. trouble that comes with, with uh, COVID. And we have no choice. And the shopping basket for the housewife, the woman who just spoke before me, the shopping basket for everyday goods has been climbing so, so much because of outside influences. We influence the cost of diesel here ourselves so much by all the taxation and all the duties. Of course, We yeah. can change that and we can do something about the own goal. And again, I said to you, we have no choice but to use diesel, really. You know, we can... Well, no, no, well, nobody's given you an alternative. Yes. 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 They're not there. No, they're no. developing. They're about to be there. They're throwing money at them every which way. But we can please... Is, is there, is there by the way, uh, sorry, Eugene, is, is there an electric... Vi- you know, I, I don't know much of this. Hynos and Scania's no. and whatever. Is there an electric... <laughs> is there? I know nothing about trucks. But is there an electric version? No, no, absolutely. Because the, they're, they're probably in the very light vehicle weights, but they're, they haven't got the distance journey they haven't got the torque or the pulling power and one very big thing about uh, electric is the bigger the battery the bigger the fear of fire of and course, if you get yeah. fire with battery you can't put it out it's a very toxic dangerous fire to have if and that, that could be even more dangerous as well depending on what you're carrying and yeah. more toxic yes yeah yeah okay well look it's been nice talking to you Eugene I, I, am, I am very disappointed that, but there's two things I'm disappointed about one is that you you don't get an audience with the Minister for Transport or you don't seem to be able to get an audience with him reasonably easy considering who you are and you're the president of the Irish Road Haulage Association and the second thing is that a lot of your members and a lot of individual truck drivers who may not be members you know of your organisation or your of, the, of your particular uh, group uh, are yes. going on strike according to them on social media on the 24th they plan to block the roads yes. of Dublin and you know at this point 
you yourself should be frustrated. And you are. I know you're frustrated. Oh, but, but, yeah, but, yeah. But, but, but maybe getting together, solidarity, I suppose, is what I'm saying here. And I think the people of Ireland will support you because they want the goods on the table. We want the haulage. We, we, we respect what you do. Well, I certainly do, anyway. I, I accept all you're saying there, Niall, to a degree. But in the, in the times of adversity, and to take that step, it's a very big step, and it's a very vulnerable time, winter coming in for a lot of people and for their supplies. And it is also at a time of year when something special is coming up on uh, the 25th of December. And to take that step, we won't do it lightly. And in the height of uh, impassioned and troubled times, it is also necessary to take balance and to keep calm and cool that we can see it through. And that's what the Irish Road Hollers Association is about. It's representing our people. We will have a big meeting in the short, in a few days' time, and we'll take the full agenda from our members, and then we'll take the next step. And we okay. won't be afraid to take the next step, and we will have two calls and, and do it for uh, a reasonable, because of definite problems and okay. definite solutions that we can bring to the table, though we're not being listened to. The big problem here is this government has stopped listening. It's a pandering government and they have to pander to the Greens, who have to pander to their backbenchers to keep them all on side for the vote to keep in power. And they've lost the art of hearing. They listen, but they don't hear. They're gone out of touch. Thank you very much indeed, and I appreciate you coming on the air and talking to us today. Eugene Bennett is president of the Irish Road Haulage Association. But a lot to say, I have to say, and the man is right. He's a little bit angry every now and again there, but I can see why. Somebody says, I was a HGV driver until recently. I only brought home 550 per week after tax and worked an average of 45 hours per week. Dangerous job, but very satisfying if you like driving. And another person says, that, that man from the Irish Road Haulage is full of uh, wages of 480 to drive a truck. But that's obviously where you worked. He did say that was an average, by the way. There are going to be a lot of people who earn less than that, or maybe some who earn more, might earn more, who go abroad, as he mentioned already. He did say that was an average. Uh, now, I'll ask him about the cost of getting a licence. I was looking into it. At 3000 to 4000 for a licence. I think we mentioned that there needs to be incentives, and that's what he was talking about, incentives. And we've talked about this before. The government needs to, you know, give out grants to incentivise that so people can get a licence and it doesn't cost them any money to do so. Anyway, provided they're serious about it. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.